February 8th, Deuteronomy chapter 6. Now this is the commandment, the statutes and the rules, that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you, that you may do them in the land to which you are going over, to possess it, that you may fear the Lord your God, you and your son, and your son's son, by keeping all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you all the days of your life, and that your days may be long. Hear therefore, O Israel, and be careful to do them, that it may go well with you, and that you may multiply greatly, as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you, in a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house, and on your gates. And when the Lord your God brings you into the land that he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give you, with great and good cities that you did not build, and houses full of all good things that you did not fill, and cisterns that you did not dig, and vineyards and olive trees that you did not plant, and when you eat and are full, then take care lest you forget the Lord, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. It is the Lord your God you shall fear, him you shall serve, and by his name you shall swear. You shall not go after other gods, the gods of the peoples who are around you, for the Lord your God in your midst is a jealous God. Lest the anger of the Lord your God be kindled against you, and he destroy you from off the face of the earth. You shall not put the Lord your God to the test, as you tested him at Massa. You shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God, and his testimonies, and his statutes, which he has commanded you. And you shall do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that it may go well with you, and that you may go in and take possession of the good land that the Lord swore to give to your fathers, by thrusting out all your enemies from before you, as the Lord has promised. When your son asks you, in time to come, what is the meaning of the testimonies and the statutes and the rules that the Lord our God has commanded you? Then you shall say to your son, We were Pharaoh's slaves in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand, and the Lord showed signs and wonders, great and grievous, against Egypt and against Pharaoh and all his household, before our eyes. And he brought us out from there, that he might bring us in, and give us the land that he swore to give to our fathers. And the Lord commanded us to do all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God, for our good always, that he might preserve us alive, as we are this day. And it will be righteousness for us, 
If we are careful to do all this commandment before the Lord our God, as he has commanded us. Because I love you, Mary Beth McGreevy. Why do I have to go to bed now? Why do I have to eat my vegetables? Why can't I play in the street? Parents hear questions like this every day, and the answer? Because I love you and want what's best for you. Moses anticipates this kind of question from the children of Israel. What is the meaning of the testimonies and the statutes and the rules that the Lord our God has commanded you? Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 20. And God the Father's answer is much the same as an earthly parent's, that your days may be long, that it may go well with you, and that you may multiply greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, because I love you with a jealous love. Because I redeemed you for your good always, that I might preserve you. Some parents might give a different answer, such as, Because I said so. Certainly the Lord God has the right to say that. He could say, Because I'm God and you're not. But God does not base the motivation for obeying his commands to the Israelites on the fact that he is God, but on the fact that he is their God. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Chapter 5, verse 6. Because he has set his love on them, he gives them his commandments. His commands flow out of his gracious love. The love comes before the commands and is not dependent upon obedience. God sets his love on sinners. How can a just God do this? because one day someone would obey the commandments perfectly on behalf of God's people. Through his righteous life, substitutionary death, and glorious resurrection, the Lord Jesus Christ has fulfilled all the commands for everyone who will put their faith and trust in him. The Israelites looked forward in faith to his coming, and just as with the redemption of the Israelites, the initiative is with God, who shows his love for us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. The response of God's people in the Old Testament, as well as the New, is to be the same. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. Our love is demonstrated in trusting obedience. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. John chapter 14, verse 15. How? By his enabling grace. Why? Because I love you. 1 John chapter 4, verse 19.